The Digi-Volution! Is that Ben running? Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? Our Digi-Destiny! Starts today. Let me hear you say... Digimon! Woo! Even I felt nerdy after that. Welcome to Pylamon Adventure, the podcast where we've been working on the crying thing and you're getting better. You really are. <laughs> I'm Zach. With me as always is... Hello, Nolan. Hey. And we were watching episode... Uh, 23? 23. Um, the number 23, starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> starring Michael Jordan as Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, he's the only person in the modern world to rock the Hitler mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, in one sense... Yeah. I think it was a power move. I think he was, was trying absolutely a power yeah. move. Yeah. He was trying to say, I'm the only person that can get away with <laughs> wearing the Hitler mustache, like as a statement. It's like history. What? I'm unbound by history. <laughs> 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 what statement? But maybe I don't want to know. Yeah. But yeah. Um and if you have a Hitler mustache then you can find us on the internet at podmonpodcast.com or on Twitter at podmonpodcast, or you can email us at uh, dearpodmon at gmail.com, or we're on uh, Facebook, and I, I think that's all the all the things. Yeah, it turns out they don't check whenever they're setting up your broadband connection. You mm-hmm. can have whatever kind of mustache, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I should point out that you don't have to have a Hitler mustache to uh, to go... Visit us on the interwebs. But if you do, you can as well. <laughs> no discrimination, because we learned last week yeah. all about discrimination. And that it's... Uh, it's good. It's good, yeah. Actually, it's a good yeah. thing to do. <laughs> um, the, um, this, is, this is fascinating, too. If you have a Fu Manchu and you kiss somebody who has a Hitler mustache, mm-hmm. then your mustaches will not touch. This is true. They will, they will become one... <laughs> Full mustache. Maybe that. Maybe union. that's why. Uh, why Hitler had the mustache? Yeah, he was trying to kiss somebody with a Fu Manchu. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't like the uh, the way it rubbed up against him. Yeah. S- speaking of uh, of funny mustaches. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of of Hitler. Uh, what is your favorite Mario game? Like actual like Mario game not party or cart or something like that. Damn, that's a really fucking good question. Um oh my god. The one I grew up with was uh Super Mario World hmm. for the Super Nintendo. Yes. Um then I played Mario 3 cuz I went backwards. I had a Super Nintendo and then I had an NES. Um and then I got an N64. And then a GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I would say it's probably it's probably uh, it's probably Super Mario World. That's the one I, I feel I have the most connection with. I, although in the modern era, I think Odyssey is really good, and I think the first Mario Galaxy was also amazing. Yeah, but yeah, I liked Odyssey. I haven't got to finish Odyssey. Um, Honestly, the main thing about that that I love is the fucking uh, song when they're in New Donk City. Yeah. Let's do the Odyssey. (laughs) I always had... I'm the same way with Super Mario World. I don't think you can 
beat that. And I'm also like, I also don't think that 3D works for platformers as well. Some games really pull it off, like um, like the McGee Alice games, especially the second one, oh, ha- yeah. are like really good 3D platformers. Yeah, Matt Mattis Returns. Yeah, um, that well, are stuff like uh, the. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that's platforming, like Assassin's Creed. Like, that's it's not very active when you're doing that, though. You're basically just holding a button. Um, there are a lot of great 3D platforms that I just can't fucking think of right now. Maybe that says something, though. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Oh, um, uh, Jack and Dexter. That's a good one. <laughs> I think the best one, and I haven't played Jack and Daxter, but um, I think the best ones kind of um, downplay the Z-axis in the in like the the mechanics of it. I think that that's what it's. Hard for me to get a flow in in 3D platforms because I spent so much time playing Super Mario World and all of that stuff. So like the the Z and that's you know not being much of a gamer, but the Z axis fucks me up in a lot of those games. I would say for me, modern era uh, would have to be Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine rips because. It does have some of the most, like, bullshit impossible levels. Yeah, but it's also one of the most uh, inventive. And yeah. Yeah. I enjoy the the flood mechanic. I really like, um, like, the hub world. And it's the same thing with uh, Super Mario World. My favorite Mario games don't actually take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Um, That's fair. But I actually, also enjoy, like... My favorite Mario themed game. I don't, this doesn't count though. It's not like platforming. It's Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars. Oh yeah, I, I think that would count because I, I wouldn't there count are platforming things sections. But it's not. Yeah, it's not r- like a. Well, Mario I mean, I wouldn't count it as a platform, but as like yeah. a Mario game. I would count that and the Paper Mario's and stuff like that. I just wouldn't like consider Mario Party or Mario Kart or something like. Yeah. Like that to be. Um. But. Yes, because we had a super. We had a Nintendo, but it was very old and only worked half the time. So I played a lot more Mario World than I did Mario Three. Plus, uh, from like All Stars and all the remakes, you could save, but in the original Nintendo, you couldn't. So if you were playing Super Mario Brothers or two or three, then you were either playing through the entire game or you were leaving it on for like a day. So it would be on whenever you got home from school or whatever, or you were starting from scratch every single time. And yeah, God, man, before auto saving, way before auto saving, way before like just save states in general. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember playing. Uh, I think it was uh, NBA. Uh, no, not NBA. Uh, NCAA basketball <laughs> on a Super Nintendo. Yeah, and I was about to win. Like, the first time I was about to beat my brother for the first time in that video game, I think, and he just shut it off. Oh, and my I, God. I wanted to disown him. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I had I reported him to the authorities, and I wanted him executed <laughs> in front of me. Like, it's like, Mom and Dad, you have to do this. There's been a breach of justice. But, yeah. 
I feel I feel that way about uh, Super Nintendo games too. The uh, I, the the most bullshit way around that they used to have was they would just give you a password that was like way too fucking long mm-hmm. to represent where you were in the game. But yeah, Aladdin was like that. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that that game ripped. Yeah, that was a really good one. Which one was no Lion King was the impossible yeah one yeah yeah, yeah those games were so much harder in just like a bullshit way back back yeah. in the day yeah I th- I think that uh, they if if they were any kind of arcade port they were trying to guarantee that you would get um you know that you would keep putting quarters in, right? right? If they were, you know, actually in the arcade, but then when they get ported, they, if the length of the game isn't enough, they have to, you know, uh, manufacture that by just making it difficult right. to get through sections. Yeah. Serena just held up Spyro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just showing your trauma. Yeah. Um, so... And that'll lead us to our, our sponsor, but first we want to make some predictions. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the title of this one? Uh, Where Guru Ramon's Diner. Mm. So, um, I know we didn't actually see Frigimon's right. uh, pizza last episode, but I am holding on to that theory that it is just existing in the background of all this. Okay. And uh, so, uh, Gr- uh, Guru Ramon is going to open a competing restaurant with a horror theme. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Werewolf pizza. Which honestly sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think we just made up a really fucking sick franchise. Right. Yeah. Uh sixty forty. <laughs> um what's the uh what's what's the gimmick? How does werewolf wolf pizza work? Is uh, it you uh only open it on full moons, or that doesn't it's sound o- like a very good... It's open good late. It's definitely okay. open late. Yeah. We have to do it that way, but uh, um, everybody gets a... Uh, oh, shit. No, all right. You show up and you collect phases of the moon instead of, uh, instead of like, a punch card. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we give you a new phase of the moon Okay. every time you show up, and then yeah. if you get a full moon, you get a werewolf pizza. And we only make the, the werewolf pizza specifically for people who show up that much. But we make it our best pizza. Um, What's on a werewolf pizza? I assume yeah. it isn't werewolf. Well, since it's being. <laughs> let's see. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, that thing? Um, the uh, wolf Spain? Yeah. <laughs> Does that taste good? <laughs> it might be poisonous. What isn't poisonous? So. <laughs> Um, no, what would we, I don't know. Uh, d- uh, dog meat? No. That's illegal. Send us an email at dearpodmon at gmail.com about what you would like on your werewolf pizza. Maybe we just shape it like a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but... <laughs> Sponsor time! <laughs> and this week's episode is brought to us in part by... Couchlock, Super Mario Brothers... Super Show. It's a it's a show where we watch shows on the couch, locked to it, and this time, that time, we're watching some Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and uh, classic episode with me and Aaron. Uh, the Mario movie is coming out this 
spring. Yeah, that's what I thought. And so it's uh you know it's a it's a good time to uh to bump up those those Mario videos and uh, and g- get the algorithm on our side. So go go watch that thing and and have a laugh with us as Mario and Luigi uh, traipse through the desert. And speaking of the desert, it's uh, it's time to watch another episode of Digimon. So we'll be right back with Digimon World News. Welcome back to Digimon World News. Uh, we pick up with Matt and Gabumon uh, following Monzaemon to a restaurant. Is it that Monzaemon? Uh, who knows? We never, we'll never know. And I'm pretty sure that there was a, a Frigimon there at the front of the line. There was a Frigimon. Yeah. yeah. Scoping out the competition. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Matt finds Joe working at at the restaurant because uh, Joe had eaten a meal, but they take U.S. dollars, and all Joe had were Digi dollars. So Joe is trapped working for uh, Digitamamon and Vegemon until he pays off his debt. And uh, Matt gets roped into into helping Joe yeah, uh, at the restaurant. Speaking of Vegemon, though, he is very, like, I can tell whoever wrote him has worked in a restaurant before. Oh, yeah. He is exactly how it, how it fucking goes. Just so, there's always some domineering asshole at some point in the chain that's making everybody's fucking life harder. Yeah, usually middle management. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just the owner, though. Oh uh, yeah, and we we got a, a dick for an owner here as oh well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the fucking Digi Tomon should have been a capo. Oh my god. Also, he talks like uh, Igor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he talks like these. <laughs> Vegemon talks like he's fucking insane. Yeah. Like he, he's always on 11. He's just screaming his fucking head off. It's kind of awesome. Vegemon cracks my shit up. Fucking Matt tries to leave. And, and Digitomamon, like, mafia-style threatens yeah. Joe. Yeah. Like, you never know what kind of accidents can happen in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, like, are you saying you're going to hurt my friend? I didn't say that. Yeah. You, can't, you can't say that. I know my... I know the Rico laws. Yeah, are they? <laughs> yeah, are they worried about fucking the cops showing up? <laughs> like, why? Why wouldn't he just say, "Hey, if you leave, we'll kill Joe"? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, partially because kids show, and partially be because of mafia tropes. I guess. I guess so. Man, but um. Uh, so yeah, Matt. Matt stays because there's anything bad to happen to Joe. But Joe keeps fucking up, extending their their sentence. Uh, yeah, which, by the way, how did they, why did they stay at all? Why Joe, you can just tell him, like, you, he owes you money and he just believes you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Oh, we got some candy going. Um, oh, my God. But yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that later. Um, oh, but wait, it was Demi Devimon fucking everything up to nobody's yeah. surprise. He's basically being like a scab. Yeah, saying, "Oh, it's not the owner's fault. It's your coworker, obviously." Uh. <laughs> I and so obviously this little 
arc of getting everybody back together will lead into like the next uh big bad. But I enjoy like Demi Devimon as our like yeah as our main antagonist here because it's like anybody can beat his ass. Yeah, for sure. But he just fucks around behind the scenes and makes shit harder. He's for a manipulator. Them. Yeah, he's a, he's a little manipulator, and yeah. it's a nice little change of pace from it being just like, oh, we have to be just have to be have to be stronger than we are to fight him and and beat him. He's not a yeah. like he's not a threat. He's just a little piece of shit that fucks up their day. <laughs> yeah, he's just a little asshole. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's harmonica time. <laughs> yeah. Matt um, to uh to deal with his emotions decides to to play some blues as right. we know every teenage uh, Japanese slash American <laughs> um is is bound to be doing not oh, to, not to uh to leave as he's like on the shore at midnight like sitting by his swan boat yeah he doesn't he doesn't leave no he just sits there and. And plays the blues. Just honks out a little tune. Mm -hmm. And uh, Demi Devimon shows up and says that he is a bat Digimon, and they have very good hearing, and uh, and Matt's music sounds sad. When exactly does the harmonica not sound sad? Yeah, I mean, I guess when it sounds like fucking amps, whenever you're like, you know what I mean? Like right. In the middle of like a rock song. And right, yeah. A, a harmonica solo. But those are the only two vibes, right? Right. It's either... You're you're slaying it, or you're you're sad. Yeah. Either you're about to get pussy, or you've lost the <laughs> pussy that you got. Yeah. <laughs> that is the blues <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> Dead on. Uh. So Matt goes. Goes back, and uh, and storms off after Joe breaks more dishes again. He doesn't actually leave. Yeah. Yeah, Matt's there solely for the reason of keeping uh, Joe alive, and instead of just telling him this, right? Matt decides to uh, fester about it and blame Joe for uh, everything bad that happens. I mean, at least, at least it's on point for Matt's characterization. Yeah, he doesn't actually talk about his feelings, but just festers. Yeah, for about sure. Them. Yeah, he just blames the world for not succumbing to his unspoken needs. Right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, also he uh yeah. Uh there's a lot of cooking puns in this fucking episode. That seems to be like what keeps happening. Um but yeah, no. Uh moving past that. Uh, J uh Ty finally shows up, right? Mm -hmm. Ty and TK enter the restaurant and uh make their presence known. TK does a really adorable thing and sort of like just steps into frame of Matt uh, daydreaming out on the on the lawn. Right. But before that uh Ty uh, runs into Joe inside of the restaurant, and um, Joe's happy to see him, but is then a little bit upset when Ty asks about Matt, uh, considering the tension between the two. Yeah, and so they all um, all reunite in the back lot of the restaurant, and um, and Ty is the only one making sense in this entire episode. Yeah, for sure, because he's like. Let's just leave. There aren't yeah. any guards around or what anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why was this even a question? Right. <laughs> but Matt doesn't want to leave with Joe. Fucking Matt just needs a blunt. 
Yeah, honestly, Matt <laughs> needs to chill his fucking ass out. Yeah, Matt decides to take this time to to re- relieve all of his uh, psychic uh, energy that he's pent up over the past however long he's been there with Joe, just being treated like a slave. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he takes it out on everybody. <laughs> he fucking needs. He's talking shit about Ty for being abducted, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's mad at uh, TK for you know being his brother. <laughs> and He's obviously mad at Joe for fucking sucking in a kitchen. <laughs> but, um, yeah. By the way, Joe was a bitch through quite a bit of this episode. Um, yeah, looking forward to the count. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then Digitamon and Vegemon show up and attack them for trying to leave. And Gurumon fights Digitamon, but Digitamon keeps closing his shell, so Gurumon can't get an attack in, mm. even though he's a wolf monster and should have some killer instincts and know to like yeah. go for his legs or or something exposed but yeah it's strange okay. strange that that works like that they nobody ever thought go for the leg sweep the leg johnny that's what we should have heard uh <laughs> vegemon captures tk uh but joe jumps in to to save him yep. and <laughs> matt feels feels guilty yeah about it Oh wow, the <laughs> the guy I was I was giving shit to and yelling yelling at just a minute ago didn't take it out on my innocent younger brother. That's what, what I would have done. <laughs> 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 what a stand up guy. And Matt learns his lesson again about friendship and and needing everybody to get out of the situation, even mm. the people that aren't there. Mm-mm. And. We get our second ultimate evolution, and we get Guru Ramon, who is a fucking badass. Oh, my God. Rad as shit. Yeah. Like, Leomon levels of rad. Oh, for sure. And and he kicks uh, Digitalmon's ass, and uh, saved the day, and now they're off to find the rest of their friends. Uh Matt and TK go off in one direction, and Ty and Joe go off in another, and uh, that's it. Oh, and we do get another glimpse at uh, Demi Devimon's boss, and his name is Myotismon. Hmm. Myotismon. And we will see more of him very soon, but for now, the gang is off to find more friends and... Surely be fucked around with uh with Demi Devimon some more. And uh that's the end of the episode. So after a couple episodes without Joe, I'm excited to uh hear where our counter is at this week. Uh we are coming in strong at I believe it is forty seven. Uh there were quite a few instances this time. Now I'm hoping that's a uh, an accurate reading. It's been a while since I came back to the counter. Right. But, um, yeah, from what I've got, we're at 47. Okay. How many were added this week? Uh, six. Six? Oh, wow. Yeah. He was quite a bitch. <laughs> and um, what are our quotes for oh, the episode? Yes. Uh, We've got some pretty good ones this fucking episode. Uh, it, we start pretty quick on Matt describing uh, the 
the owner and the the manager of the restaurant mm-hmm. uh well specifically Vegemon he says he puts a new spin on the term slave driver but the way that he says slave driver is like you're in a vocal booth and you've got a line that you just do not believe in <laughs> I, you can like hear him like turning away from the mic and being like really it's like is that <laughs> is that how we want to fucking say this he puts a new spin on the term uh, slave driver <laughs> <laughs> um yeah at one point, Joe says he's aller- allergic to kitchen work, which might actually be true, considering how much he fucks up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got a, a Devimon quote here. Nice guys end up washing dishes for the rest of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, this this uh, whole episode is kind of a condemnation of the whole, like, wage labor thing. But um, anyway, yeah. Uh, when Ty shows up, um, Matt makes uh, uh, another cooking pun at him. And Ty says, I think this, like, there's sometimes we run into lines where they're just, like, they just have to fill something in. They don't have, like, an actual thing for the character to say. They just have to fill something in because their mouth's moving in the dub. Uh, and Matt says, oh, a cooking joke? <laughs> like, what does that add to the conversation? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think that's it for, for this week. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, I, I like the idea that like Joe had to get class consciousness like beaten into him <laughs> for him to comprehend it that he <laughs> that he was actually uh yeah being oppressed <laughs> by somebody who's literally keeping him as a slave. Joe, fucking stand up for yourself. But I did how did uh uh why can't I never remember any of their fucking names? Um why did Joe's Digimon... A uh, Gomamon? Yeah, the f- our number one G here. Yeah. Why didn't he just tell him at some point, hey, this dude's fucking evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, my fish friends hate this guy. <laughs> 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 He's such a dickhead. Uh, yeah, we didn't see much of, like, during the restaurant portion of the episode, we didn't see that much of Gomamon and, uh, and Gabumon. They while were they were, like, slaving away in the kitchen. Uh, speaking of Gabumon, as I said, we ha- finally have uh, a Digivolution. Yeah. Which means we can turn uh, turn the book to some name origin. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Guru- where, where Gururumon, right? Yeah. yeah so, so Gururumon, uh, name origin is Japanese. Gururu is the sound of a growl. Ah, Growlmon. Growlmon, yeah. Why wasn't it just Growlmon? That sounds pretty cool, too. I don't know. <laughs> there will be a Growlmon in the future. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Long time in the future, but there will be one. And, of course, where... So he's where Growlmon. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So what dude <laughs> is turned into... You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the kind of the the idea is that he was like bitten by a guy <laughs> who turns a wolf into <laughs> a half man, half wolf. I guess I don't know. Whenever it's a new moon that happens, uh, Matt, I need you to bite me. <laughs> God, uh, pretty silly. So, um, so yeah, I guess it's up in the Digimon analyzer and. And rank uh, Digitomamon and um, 
And Vegemon. Let's oh start with Vegemon. Vegemon. I am going to be hard-pressed not to put him, like, pretty high up. I don't think he's in our top five. I think he's probably, like, a little bit lower than that. Who do yeah. we have at, like, number seven? Um, looks like a Lekmon. A Lekmon. Oh, uh, I would like him more than a Lekmon, just as a... Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. He's just... I think it's actually, this is very rare for me to say this in in this series, but I think it's actually the voice actor that fucking sold Vegemon to me. Because yeah. he's just given 1,010%. He's, he's screaming at the top of his lungs, like more more intense than anybody we've ever seen. And there have been like life and death scenarios that people right. have been yelling about. But Vegemon is like, is giving it from his full diaphragm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't put... Uh, uh, I don't know though. Vegetalmon's voice is very fucking funny too. Yeah, just the fact that they decided to make him <laughs> Igor. <laughs> There's a lot of decisions like that. It just seem like they're out of left field. Frigimon's from the Bronx. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the like. It's like, it's not that off the rails of a dub, but there are fun things like like that. Like yeah, make you wonder like why, why make this deci- why make the decision to give them this voice or this personality or yeah or whatever. Um, but yeah, where would you put um, Digitomamon? Digitomamon, I'm gonna say lower than uh, Vegemon, if only for just the sheer effort he gave, but not far, not far below. I would say under Elecmon. Okay, so under Elecmon is. Cedramon, would you p- say yeah, above Cedramon? Yeah, okay. he's got personality. Cedramon's coolness takes him pretty high up the list, but yeah, 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 I'd agree with that. And uh, so, where would you rank, or how would you rank this episode? I would say this is the strongest of our champions so far. It's not quite an ultimate, but. It's it's really it's really very entertaining. Hasn't unlocked the crest quite yet, but it's on the verge of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, yeah, and that's uh, I guess that's this episode, and um, we'll be back next week with uh, what was it called? No questions, please. I believe is the name of the episode. Ooh, mm. intriguing. Yes, uh, and you know we'll make all our predictions and all of that next week so uh tune in for that like subscribe whatever you do with podcasts or if we're on apple podcasts uh which i think we are then you know give us a a five-star ranking if if you don't think we deserve it then do it anyway how did you make it to the end of this episode (laughs) (laughs) you didn't feel that way maybe gave us a fair shot (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so um We'll see you guys next week with no questions, please, and more of this thing that we're doing on this podcast show that we do. Mm. And it's the only podcast show that there is, so you might as well enjoy it. Mm. See you then. Bye.